I'm Tony Gargan and welcome to the Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking podcast. Hi, I'm Tony Gargan and welcome to the Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking podcast. And welcome to a brand new year. This is my first episode of 2020. So before we go into today's episode, I just want to firstly say a huge thank you to everyone who's listened to my podcast over the last year or so. I absolutely love delivering it. I've got tons more stuff coming up for you for the next year. So thank you to those who are listening. And if you're brand new, welcome to the podcast. We'll give you some exciting new stuff over the coming year. And actually that sets the tone for this first episode of 2020. I think it's really, really important that we should goal set as public speakers. Now, this is not something that I've always done, but it's something I've really focused on, particularly last year and now more so this year, having targets and goals for your public speaking. So what I'm going to do is run down how to set your goals as a public speaker, how to break them down and give you some ideas on what your public speaking goals should be or could be. So last year, one of my big goals was for the training company that I trained for to become a master speaker, a master trainer. So working through an ascension plan, I started as a shadow trainer, moved to assistant trainer and then kind of stopped at a lead trainer status. And it was really something that was important to me was to try and progress into the the master trainer status. And I'm very honoured to say that in December of 2019, I was promoted and recognised as a master trainer. And that was something that was on my goal list. And I don't know if you can imagine having things on your list that are sometimes in your control in terms of how hard you work for it, the practice that you put in, the presentations that you deliver. But there also there's some external forces so I think it's really important that when you're setting your goals for this next 12 months, that we set them, break them down, and we use some smart goals. So my first tip in setting your goals for your public speaking in 2020 is to be a little bit OCD. Now, I'm not for a minute suggesting that you actually become OCD. However, that should be your acronym that you work to when setting your goals for this year. And the O of your OCD stands for Organise. Now, this can be anything from organising your diary through to booking in your gigs, building relationships even with the promoters. So it's not something that's necessarily instant gratification, but it's something where you're laying the foundations for the next 12 months within your speaking goals. It could even be kind of step one, identifying what you want to speak about and what you want your focus to be for this year. It could be about how to structure your talks or how to... Um, structure a presentation, how you want to organise your diary and gigs in for the year to fit as many in as you want to fit in for the next 12 months. But it's really important as well that you are kind of strategic in the way that you deliver this. So putting some dates on it. So it could be um, to create a presentation or a keynote in a certain amount of time. It could be something that you have, uh, you want to write up a blog post with so many words by a certain date. But the O of your OCD method is to organise. So organise your thoughts in your head, first of all, where you want to be and what you want to achieve. Organise dates and organise the things and the processes you need to put into place in order to be able to achieve those goals. And what we'll do is we'll break each one down in detail. So the C, the C is for, it can be anything around your your confidence. So this can be through your practice or your preparation. This could be confidence in regards to your mindset or working on your self-belief. 
So it may be that you set a date, say, and I don't know, by the 1st of March, I want to speak in front of a group of 20 people plus. Now, that may be because confidence-wise now, you've never delivered a public speech or you've only ever spoken in groups of people where you already know them or you're quite comfortable or at a networking event. You speak one-on-one or maybe one to two or three. So improving your confidence, meaning that you can reach a bigger goal. It could be that you want to give a presentation or put yourself forward for a promotion, which again, as in previous episodes, I've explained public speaking isn't isn't necessarily just the standing on a stage and delivering. So the C is for your confidence and the D is for your delivery. So this is your presentation style, your Q&As that you include within it, your how your slides look, how the images look, the way that you present it. So the delivery comes after the organisation and the confidence building. So it could be around in your delivery, how you're going to keep your audience engaged, how you want to deliver in a more humorous manner, bringing in your own personality a little bit more to the presentations that you deliver. So it could be a goal to engage your audience using three different techniques. It could be to improve a, a roller coaster of tonality within your delivery, lower for the more calm sections and elevated for the more energetic sections. So OCD is how we're going to start. Now, this is just the, the kind of tip of the iceberg. This is identifying organisation in terms of times and skill sets and how you want to achieve your goals. Confidence, making sure that you set goals that you can achieve, but also that stretch you a little bit. And delivery, looking at the formats that you're going to deliver in, whether that be written format on your social media posts or your blog posts or your verbal format in all of the different methods that you can use. But we're going to dig a little bit deeper. And this is where we get like a little bit of a geek. But don't know if you ever recall in school, college, university, in your job role, focusing on smart goals. I remember when I first heard about them, I thought it was a load of absolute rubbish. But actually, it's really, really important that when you set your goals, they fall under that SMART acronym. So for those of you who don't remember, the SMART acronym is the S being specific. It's got to be a goal that isn't just, I want to be a public speaker. It's got to be more specific. It's got to be in what format, in what area. So it's helping you to drill down into the detail and into the specifics of your goal and your aim. The M is for measurable. So when you hear about people saying, oh, I want to earn more money through public speaking, that's not measurable. More money could be that you increase your hourly rate by a penny. It needs to be something that's measurable. So it might be a certain amount of money by a certain date. It might be getting your first paid speaking gig within a certain amount of time. So it's got to be something that you can actually look back on when you review, which again is something really important and we'll come to shortly. But it's got to be something that is measurable. The A stands for achievable. Now, we need to look at this from two angles. One, achievable, because sometimes people set this massive, huge goal. And I am a firm believer that your goals can be as big as you choose them to be but you've got to reverse engineer and break it down into smaller goals. So if right now you're not delivering public speeches on a regular basis, but your aim is to speak in front of a thousand people, it's really difficult to get from point A to point B in one leap. It's about breaking that goal down into, I want to reach a thousand people delivery by December, 2020. So therefore by maybe... May, June time, I want to have spoken in front of at least 750 people. Therefore, I need a smaller audience by April time. And you break it down into smaller goals and then you get more specific, you get more 
um, measurable so you put more metrics around it, but it's got to be achievable. Now, I am all for setting big goals, but I don't know if you've ever set yourself a goal that even when you've said it out loud or when you've written it down, you've known it's actually unlikely that you were going to achieve it, but you've set it because you've got you've been told to set big visions and big goals. And if you reach for the moon and you miss, you'll still fall amongst the stars. Yet if you've set a goal and you've not achieved it, I don't know if you can recall how that's felt. I know for me, I find it really disheartening if I've set myself a goal and I don't achieve it. And it's finding that balance between using that as a motivator to reach the goal next time around or setting yourself goals that are actually far too ambitious. So it's got to be something that is achievable. And we'll talk about that shortly. The R of your SMART goals is for realistic. And again, this kind of comes around the achievable. So achievable within that set time frame, achievable in general, realistic. What can you realistically achieve? Now, when I mentioned achievable, the same comes under realistic, that you don't want to set yourself something that's too ambitious, but also don't set yourself something that you know is far too easily achievable. It's actually really realistic. Or if you do, put it on a much shorter time frame. So if it's to just deliver your first speaking gig, which right now might be the scariest thing you've ever heard of, but actually in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big a deal if your aim is to get to speaking in front of a thousand people. So it needs to be realistic and achievable. And the T is for timed, because you could set yourself this really specific goal. You can put some metrics around it. You can put some, you know, a thousand people is how many you want to speak in front of. Um, you know that there are conferences in your job role where there are gatherings of over a thousand people and the speaking gigs available. So, you know, it's it's achievable in that respect, but you don't put a time frame on it. You're making the goal everlasting. So it's got to be timed. So what I'm going to do is give you some examples of how you take a, a goal and make it smart. So when you're delivering your smart goals, what it helps to do is to uh, break your, your goal down into something that's a bit more realistic, a bit more achievable. So I've given an example of something that may be one of your goals. I know it's been mine in the past. And a goal, and to make it smart, will be putting all of those things in specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and timed. So I'm going to give you an example. I would like to improve my connection with my audience and in turn improve my credibility by relying less on my presentation slides and my notes during my speech. So I plan to do this by practicing my speech and recording it a minimum of three times to watch it back to critique my eye contact, which will improve my connection and in turn my credibility. Now, my next speaking gig booked in is on the 1st of March 2020. So I plan to record it and watch back my video at least five times between now and then. Now, what you may have identified there is it's quite a big goal. It's not just I want to improve my connection with my audience. It's imagining someone saying, well, how are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? So let's break it down into how it fulfills each of those goals. So the S was for specific. So what's the goal that you want to accomplish? How how are you going to do it? Why are you going to be doing it? And the example I've given is, I would like to improve my connection with my audience and in turn, improve my credibility. So the actual end goal is the credibility improvement, but you've broken it down to be more specific. I want to improve my credibility. I'd, I'd like to do that by improving my connection, which means improving my eye contact. Now, this could be your goal. It could be something that's different to this, but you can make your own specific by drilling down into the detail. Now, measurable. This is identified within the example I've just given by saying relying less on your presentation slides and notes during your speech. You can actually measure that. 
if you're used to holding your presentation notes in front of you, if you're used to relying, you know, with a clicker in your hand, looking at the slides on the screen in your PowerPoint presentation as you deliver to your audience, then you can measure that by identifying how many times. Now, a great way to do this is to record a video and watch it back or have one of your peers, your colleagues, someone in the audience who's on your side and rooting for you to actually look at how many times you look at your presentation notes, how many times you look at the slide deck as it's up on the screen whilst presenting to your audience. Because if your aim is to improve your connection and improve your credibility, you need to improve your eye contact. To improve your eye contact, you need to identify how frequently you are breaking that rapport and connection by looking at your slides and your notes. So the goal I've given, the hypothetical goal, it's measurable. You can actually identify how often. It's a metric you can measure. Now, the A is something that's achievable, what actions you're going to take. So the example being, I plan to do this by practicing my speech and recording it, to watch it back, review it and critique it. Critique my eye contact with my audience, which will in turn improve my connection and my credibility. So it's achievable because you've set a a metric in place to identify it and more importantly, how you're going to do that. So continual practice of your presentation. So you've actually put the specific action in place to make it achievable. The R being realistic, it's really important for you to ask, ask yourself the question, is it possible? And one way to identify that is, have others done it successfully before you? Have you been to presentations? Have you been the person delivering? Have you watched your favourite speakers, orators, presenters, deliver their speeches without the presentation notes? Because if they've done it, you can do it too. Do you have the knowledge already or do you need to put something in place to be able to do it? What's going to help you? What skill set you need? What abilities do you need to reach and accomplish that goal? So example, and this is probably one of the most important in the SMART goals, is to give some serious thought to whether you are setting yourself up for failure or whether it's going to be something that's really achievable. Now, the example I've given here in the realistic is because you've seen plenty of people create great connection and rapport by having really good eye contact. Maybe you've been that person sat in the audience when someone's delivering a speech, they're talking to the entire audience, but it feels like they're speaking specifically to you. That when you're in their line of vision, it looks like they're looking directly at you, that their eyes are just glaring into you and everything they're saying is meant for you. So if you know other people have achieved that, you can do it too. That's how you know it's going to be realistic. And the T, in a time frame, it's timed or it's time bound. So you've got to have a completion date on this. So the example in my hypothetical scenario is my next speaking gig is the 1st of March. I plan to record and watch by my back my videos five times between now and then. So you've actually set an end date, a completion date for that specific goal. Now, this may be that one of your goals that you're setting is absolutely huge and maybe you can't achieve it by the 1st of March. So that's when you'll then break down your goals into maybe smaller goals. My advice would be that maybe you could set it down into instead of 12 months worth of planning, maybe you have your 12 month goal for your speaking gigs your presentations, your pitches, your sales, forecasts, maybe you have that goal set for the end of 2020. But rather than just having one big goal, why not break it down into a six-monthly goal or a quarterly goal and break that down again even further into monthly, into weekly, into daily tasks 
So I'm going to give you some examples, some ideas now of what you could put forth as your goals or your visions. Now, maybe you've already set your goals and targets for speaking, training, present, presenting, pitching. I'm just going to give you some examples and then we'll wrap it up by looking at the main key points. So it may be that you set your goals, you've set your big goal, your big vision for the end of the year. And some of them you might want to adapt these. You might want to use them as a guide. You might want to just write your own in completely different, but you've got to start with the basics and then add the detailing. So start with your basic goal and then make it a smart goal. I'm going to give you just some basic examples, which you can use as a guide and then you can turn them into smart goals specific for you. Maybe you plan to watch at least three speakers to learn from their presenting styles. One of the best ways that you can learn is from other people learning from their successes and also learning from their mistakes, what to do and what not to do. So maybe your goal is to watch at least three other speakers to learn from their presenting styles. Maybe goal number two could be that you're going to seek and accept constructive feedback on your presentations. Now that could be from your peers, your mentors, your guides. It could be from your friends. It could be from your fans. It could be asking on social media. It could be asking for feedback forms in the room what worked and what didn't, what was good about your presentation, what could be improved upon going forward. But there's two words that I identified there. To one, seek it, and to two, accept it. Sometimes it's difficult to accept that feedback, especially if you've put your heart and soul into your preparation and into your delivery of it. But the best way for you to get better is to take it on board because remember, it's no one size fits all in your speaking world. So maybe that could be a goal. Maybe your goal is to work on your confidence delivering speeches. Now, that's a really wide goal, but you can make it specific using the examples I gave earlier on. So make it specific, make it more measurable. So put a time frame within it, put some metrics around it. Make sure it's something that is achievable because you've seen other people's confidence improve the more they deliver speeches and make it something that's realistic within your time frame. So maybe you want to work on your confidence. Maybe you want to write an entire new speech from scratch that you're going to present in front of your audience. That's a great goal, particularly if you're known for one specific style of delivery. So when I'm using the word speech, it could be a new presentation. It could be a new style of content within your social media delivery, your blog, your vlog, all of those different areas. But it may be your goal is to write and create an entire new speech from scratch. Now, I've covered this in previous episodes of the podcast on how to devise and how to create your own content, create your own um, speeches and your own delivery. So you have the opportunity to refer back to previous episodes of the podcast and that will help and support you. So all of these are interlinked. This is just a, a method for you to create your own goals and your visions. So that may be one of the goals that you want to focus on. Maybe a goal for you is that you want to engage more with your audience. Maybe you want some more interaction with your audience during your speeches. And again, I've focused on this in previous exercises, in previous episodes where I've given you examples on how you can build rapport, how you can um, connect with your audience a little bit more, how you can engage with your audience. In fact, we covered it over two different episodes, episode 10 and 11, how to interact and um, create engagement with your audience. So you could possibly look back on those and use these all as resources for you to achieve your own goals. Because the fastest way for you to succeed is to learn from other people's experience. 
Maybe your goal is that you want to be more concise with your delivery. Maybe you are prone to going off on tangents or you're given an hour's time slot, but you never get through all of your content. Maybe you've got to take an already ready-made presentation and contract it down into a shorter version, but you still want to hit all of the salient points. These are all really good examples of goals that you can utilise and set up and, more importantly, make specific, make smart by putting in all of the relevant information. Now, I would suggest that it's really important for you to always look back and review. So it may be that you have your goal for the end of the year, but you break it down into quarters. It's really important for you to look back at the end of that quarter and identify what went well and what didn't. Review what you've achieved. You have to celebrate the wins. So if you've achieved your goal, whether it's in the time frame or whether it's even sooner than planned, celebrate those wins. Step two is to identify the challenges that you've had. It's likely that you'll face challenges along the way. And you have two choices. You either identify the challenge and realise that it's going to stop you in your path, or you move on to point three, which is where is looking, where you look at why you didn't succeed if you didn't, and be honest with yourself as to why. What can you do to overcome it next time? What can you do differently in the next quarter to achieve your goals? Did you set goals that were too easy, so therefore you achieved them too quickly? Did you set goals that were far too difficult for you to achieve, and as a result of that, you're feeling disheartened? You can achieve the goals you've missed, maybe, if you've set them up for quarter one, haven't quite achieved them, that if you have any unachieved or unattained goals, that you put actions in place to achieve them going forward. Ultimately, the most important thing is that you commit it and you do it. Now, if you're like me, you maybe need accountability, then use it. Put your goals out there for other people to, to see, to hear, to help you along the way with Put them on social media, do a live video saying these are my goals for 2020 in regards to public speaking. Write a social media post, put a blog out there, tag in people who can hold you accountable. Tag me in, tag me in and I'll help you along it too. Because what that will do is it will put your goal out there, meaning that once you've said it out loud and once you've committed to it, you've got no choice really but to achieve it. And two, you never know who's watching, listening, taking notes along the way who can actually help you to achieve those goals. Maybe there's someone needing a great speaker and by you putting yourself out there and saying you have a vision to speak in front of 50 people by the end of June, that they can help you achieve those goals. So commit and do. Tag me in, all of them. I'd love to help you achieve those goals. So thank you so much for listening to this first episode of the Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking podcast of 2020. Here's to a successful 2020 of Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking for you all.